We love to explain quantum physics and the mysteries of the universe, but the mysteries of finance, not so much. Intuit helps you demystify your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Understanding standard deductions or interest rates can be very complicated and tricky with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What if you thought as an adult that you'd been alive forever, and then you discovered, no, you actually had a childhood and you were born, and you would want to know all about that. And how that it came that to would be, be surprising. That yes. would be surprising. <laughs> and actually, that's sort of the situation science was in. For a long time, astronomers thought the universe is fixed, it's constant. All the stars are just sort of hanging out there in space, not moving, and they'd been like that forever. Hi, I'm Daniel. This is Jorge. So I'm a particle physicist. I smash protons together at CERN in my day job to try to figure out what is the basic nature of matter. What do you smash as a hobby then? Yeah, we know when you're a particle physicist, you learn to solve problems by smashing stuff together. So whatever's around me. And I'm a cartoonist, and my job is to sit in my pajamas all day and draw funny things. That's not how you started, right? You didn't grow up thinking, I'm going to be a cartoonist. No, I started off as a researcher. I'm an engineer. I studied robotics. I have a PhD in robotics. But um, somewhere along the line, I started drawing comics, and uh, that kind of took off for me. And this is our podcast, Daniel and Jorge. Explain the universe. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how it all began. The biggest of questions. The Big Bang. What happened at the very beginning of the universe? What happened before the Big Bang? It's a pretty deep, basic question about the origin of our universe. What do you think about it? What do you know about it? What do you imagine might have happened before the start of our universe? We went out and we asked people on the street, what they thought happened just before the Big Bang. Um, well, there was a bunch of particles in the universe, and then they combined together, and poof, we created. It had all the energy of the universe, so then when it happened, that's how it was all dispersed. So most people seem to have some idea that, first of all, the Big Bang is more than just a TV show, right? Right, right. That the idea for the science came before the TV show. Yeah. I was kind of relieved to hear that. (laughs) 
everyone seems to know it's uh, it sort of marks the beginning of the universe. Right. It's the moment of creation or the starting of the clock of the universe right. where everything came from. But uh, what exactly happened during the Big Bang? And most interestingly, what happened before the Big Bang? Right. And that's, that's fascinating to me. And these are the best questions, the ones that like try to answer the question, where did everything come from? It sort of touches on the philosophical, like, why are we here? If you knew how the Big Bang happened and how the universe was created, you might get some insight into like what the purpose of life is or yeah. how to live your life or stuff. So to me, these are like really good, deep, basic questions. So we made a list of the four things we think you should know about the Big Bang. The first one is that the entire universe was once really small. Maybe, we think. Let's talk about that. What do you mean, maybe? Well, it's an interesting question. We know that the universe had a beginning, right? And how do we know that? We know that because things are expanding. Things are moving away from each other. Okay. That was the major discovery like 100 years ago. People looked out in the stars and discovered that they're all moving away from us. Okay, so like we thought everything would still, like we were frozen in a gel or something. The stars were just like there, right. sitting there, Yeah. Uh, generally speaking. But then they discovered that they, actually things are moving away from each other. That's right. How, how did they and everything that? is moving away from us and everything is moving away from everything else. They just looked at stars and you can measure how fast a star is moving relative mm. to us by, okay. by seeing how its light is stretched or shrunk depending on whether it's moving away from us or towards us. It's like a Doppler shift. Like the highway patrol measuring your speed, you can sort of, they can tell how fast you're going. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they looked at the stars and said, oh, now it's that one's over there. It must have moved. It's like it's some other information, right? Right. So they looked out there and they measured all this stuff and they said, whoa, everything's stretching out and moving away from each other. Mm -hmm. So then the very natural consequence is to say, well, run that backwards. What does that mean? It means things might have been smaller and more dense. Right. And maybe even come from a little spot. Like if you hit the rewind button, if you see things getting bigger now, if you hit the rewind button, how for a while, what happens? Exactly. And those are the mental games people were playing. And actually the phrase Big Bang was a joke that people made up to mock that idea. They're like, look how ridiculous this idea is. It is kind of a silly sounding name, right? Yeah, it was like, whimsical. It was, a, it was like a Donald Trump insult. You know, for, uh, for somebody else's... Um, bigly bang. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the bigly bang. Well, if you were like a, a respectable scientist today and you had to name this event, you wouldn't call it the Big Bang. Or you think that it was a good name? Oh, man. If I was on a marketing uh, p- committee mm, to discover yeah. a the new beginning. name for it, the moment of creation. Um, no, I think Big Bang is actually pretty good. You know, <laughs> yeah. You got your alliteration. It's short. It's pithy. You know, it's okay. it's, it's pretty well done. I think that's yeah. probably why it survived so long. Because everyone wants the universe to start with a bang. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So you play back the movie of the universe, and it tells us that it, everything was once much closer together, and then much much closer, and then much much closer. And if you th- keep thinking about it, things may have been really, really, really close together. That's, That's the right. Idea. Yeah, they just keep extrapolating down to a point. And around the same time, Einstein came up with all of his ideas of general relativity and thinking about gravity and how the universe works. And people were playing with those equations and discovering that those equations actually predicted that the, the universe could start from a point. They were consistent with Einstein's ideas of gravity. What do you so, mean it's consi- uh, it was consistent? Meaning that, that it, um, you can construct a universe that mm-hmm. starts from a point and then it blows up and expands. And that totally makes sense from an makes Einstein sense. gravity point of view. Like, it follows the rules. It's allowed. Okay. Um, Meaning that uh, nothing weird happens. 
like you can cram that much stuff into such a small space. According to Einstein, okay, right? What does he know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty smart well accepted guy, as a smart guy. guy. Right, he knows right, what he's talking yeah. about. But you know, there are some issues there. Um, the original idea was the Big Bang was this really dense, hot blob of stuff, and then it blew up and expanded into things we know. Mm-hmm. And you know, that was a weird idea for a long time, and people didn't believe it for a long time. It was in the '60s that they finally found the first like concrete piece of evidence that maybe the Big Bang had happened. Right, oh. and that's when they uh, they discovered the thing called the cosmic microwave background radiation. Which, so it was, it was weird to think about so much stuff and matter and stars being crammed into small space. Yeah, because it meant the universe wasn't always this dark and cold and empty place that we know today. It was mm. like a hot, dense blob, like the center of the sun. It was a hot right? mess. It was a hot mess. Exactly. <laughs> the universe was not well organized <laughs> when it was young. <laughs> um. So yeah, so they um, they said okay now, but now they saw something like a you, you called it the cosmic microwave background radiation that said yes, that's a clear indication things were a hot mess before. Yeah, they said if things were really hot and dense a long time ago, then they should have given off this special kind of light, and we should mm. still be able to see it today. And they went out and they found it. You can um, see it like. You can see it if you have a special radio telescope. Mm. And some guys built a fancy radio telescope. They weren't even actually looking for this right. background radiation. And they just had a hiss in their in their telescope. They had this noise in their telescope. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, some people a couple of years earlier had predicted, oh, if you build this kind of telescope, you'll and the Big Bang happened, you'll hear this hiss. And they turned on their telescope, they heard this hiss, and they're like, what is this? We can't get rid of this noise. And then two years later, they won the Nobel Prize. That's a great discovery. It's a pretty you, happy discovery. You were afraid discovery. you're going to get fired, but then they're like, oh, that mistake you made, it's the discovery of the universe. <laughs> that's right. So that's the Big Bang. It's everything was once really small, and then it just kind of exploded out into what we have today. That's right. That's the whole idea is that the universe has a beginning, and then it expanded into what we know today. Um, and that was the sort of first idea of the Big Bang. Like maybe everything came from a point. And people, a lot of people, when they think about the Big Bang, they think about the universe starting in a singularity, meaning mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff in zero volume. All of it on top of each other in the same zero space. Exactly. And it's mind-blowing to imagine, like, take a, the sun and cram it down into the amount of space you have for a grain of sand. Hard to imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Now make it even smaller. Now add every other star <laughs> in the universe on top of it. It's like your brain can't How even fathom. How could it even be the same thing? Right. Yeah, it's it's not really the same thing. It's just all the energy, all the all the energy density that we currently have in the universe was crammed into that tiny little space. Okay. That was sort of the early idea. And you can imagine like a big empty universe of space with a tiny dot of matter in it. And of course, that engenders a lot of questions like where did that tiny dot of matter come from? Right. right? right. Was there only one? Um, how was it created, right? But before we keep going, let's take a short break. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? 
And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place, full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities. But it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Well, so that's the Big Bang. And so the next thing people should know is that the Big Bang happened about 14 billion years ago. Billion with a B. Billion years ago. Yeah. And I can't even remember what I did. This morning. Minutes, 14 minutes ago. <laughs> that's how old the universe is from that moment of the Big Bang. Yeah. So the universe has been around since the Big Bang about 14 billion years. And, you know, for scale, the Earth has been around about four and a half billion years. That's when our solar system was formed. Right, right. Well, how do, how do, you, how do we know how old the universe is? Like, uh, yeah, like how, how can you tell? Yeah, well, we are seeing it expand. And so the simplest way is to just extrapolate back. Say, how oh. fast is it expanding? And extrapolate that expansion back until the zero point. So, like, if you look at a, the furthest stars, you see, you know how fast they're going. You can just, like... Um, hit the rewind button. Yeah. It would take about 14 billion years for it to connect to everything else. Yeah. So we're pretty sure that something happened 14 billion years ago. This something. expansion of space happened mm. 14 billion years ago. But these days, scientists are a little fuzzier on what exactly the Big Bang was. So idea zero was a tiny dot with all the matter and it explodes into the universe. Um, problems with this idea are one, that you can't really have tiny dots of infinite density. So Why Einstein... You just told me before you could. Well, that was Einstein's idea, and the idea is consistent with Einstein's gravity, but Einstein's theories of gravity don't account for quantum mechanics. Okay. The quantum mechanics, something that came after Einstein, he was never really very comfortable with. And quantum mechanics is a whole big long story, but the thing we need to understand is that it says you can't have things that are super-duper tiny. There might you... be a smallest space. It might be a smallest distance. Things get fuzzy. Yeah. Like at some point, you can't get unfuzzier. That's right. Exactly. It's okay. a basic unit of fuzziness. Like imagine space being pixelated, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't talk about something smaller than one pixel. Right, right. So we think that quantum mechanics is probably correct. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, and if the you, big pixel. The big pixel, that's right. The first pixel of the universe. <laughs> so we think if you try to follow Einstein and extrapolate the universe down to a point, general relativity probably works, but we think it probably breaks mm. when you get down to really, really tiny distances and really heavy stuff. But nobody's ever seen that happen. Right. You'd have to look inside a black hole or go back in time and see the Big Bang. But these days we have a slightly fuzzier version of the idea of the Big Bang. Okay. Rather than a point of matter that then explodes into space, we think of the universe as being created as a blob of space and matter. And a then blob the, of space and matter. Yeah. So like it was it's a, like a blob of space. Like a tiny universe with not much space. So instead of an infinite universe with a tiny blob of matter in it, mm. now imagine a tiny piece of space filled with energy and matter. Okay, and what's outside of that little space? We have no idea. <laughs> like, seriously, we can't even imagine. Inconceivable. Right, but we do know that space can be variable in size. Space can expand. And these days, we have a more modern idea of the Big Bang as that expansion of that uh, space. So, so it's might... kind of like a bubble, like a, a bubble that's a space, and then there's stuff in the bubble. So you're saying both those things blew up. Exactly. And this is the, the more modern idea that space itself can expand. And so if you're out there thinking, what is he talking about? How can space expand? What is it expanding into? Everything has to be in something, right? Mm -hmm. And the answer is we don't know. We think used to think of space as just like emptiness. And we could go a whole episode about just what space is. And yeah, I think we, we will. probably will. <laughs> so keep listening. But these days we think of space as a thing because it can expand, it can bend, and it can ripple. So we know it has all these properties. So it might be that this bubble of space in the early universe was in some sort of super meta deep space that we have never really discovered uh, or nothing. It could be that it doesn't have to hang in something else. It's just the edge. And But space itself was smaller. That, that much we know. Space and was small. Space was smaller and the stuff in it was crammed in really, really small. That's right. And then about 14 billion years ago, for some reason, do we know why? We it don't just know kinda, why. It decided it didn't want to be that small anymore. That's right, yeah. And that was the moment that space was created, and then it expanded like crazy. It's something we call inflation. Inflation mm. is not, you know, why your money doesn't work as well yeah. every year. I mean, <laughs> that is inflation. Gone. But there's, and I don't know, why do we do this in science? We take an idea, a uh, word that everybody uses to mean one thing, right. and we just like use that same word to mean something totally different. But it, it fits what it, it describes. It, it, the universe inflated like a balloon, like a yeah. bubble, right? Yes. Okay. It's a good descriptive name from that sense. So the universe inflated, that whole balloon inflated, and everything inside it got stretched. Okay. And the amount of stretching that happened is crazy. It's like the universe expanded in space by a factor of 10 to the 30. That's 10 with 30 zeros on it, some crazy huge number. And it did it in this really small amount of time. 10 to the minus 30. So that's zero with 30 zeros after the decimal place and then a one. So this incredible expansion, a huge expansion of space of 10 to the 30 in this tiny amount of time, 10 to the minus 30. It's hard to really even fathom. It was in a rush to get big. Yes, and it's still getting bigger today. And the other thing to, that's important to understand is that space didn't get created like on the outside of the universe. It's not like they made more room. It's stuff, the space inside the universe stretched and stretched. kind of was created. So like between two particles, you had a certain amount of space. Then all of a sudden you had extra space between particles. Mm, so more everything, space. Yeah, everything's getting stretched out uh, from the inside also, not just mm. from the outside. And that's wow. also continuing to happen. Like the expansion of the universe today, the fact the universe is getting bigger and bigger, is happening all around right, us. Right. There's more space being created. 
The third thing we should talk about today is uh, that we don't know what happened before the Big Bang. Like before this little bubble blew up, what happened before? But before we get into that, let's take a quick break. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place, full of scary mysteries and exciting possibilities. But it can also be overwhelming to navigate, especially when you're first starting out in life. It feels sometimes like just one wrong turn could send you hurtling endlessly towards a financial black hole. But don't worry, you don't have to navigate the financial universe on your own. With the right tools, you can master the financial universe and chart your course with confidence. Intuit helps you navigate the financial universe through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that feeling after you've done a deep spring clean of your house when you realize, wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like how you feel when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, while Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording all this? So it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Personally, I've used Mint Mobile, and the calls are always so crisp and so clear. All of their plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. So it's time to ditch your overpriced wireless and go with Mint Mobile's limited time deal for three months a premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash universe. That's mintmobile.com slash universe. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash universe. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Slower speeds above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This is like totally territory for speculation and philosophy. Um, we have pretty good theories about what happened during the Big Bang, this idea of the inflation. We even have some experimental evidence for uh, to back it up, and it's a pretty solid theory these days that inflation but that, happened. But what do you mean experimental? Like we can't measure the Big Bang, can we? Right, so we can't go back in time and see it. Right, um, But we can do things like detectives do after a murder, and we can look for clues and say, mm. are the clues that we see in the universe today consistent with this story or with that other story? Right. So we can sift through the clues from the Big Bang and say, mm. 
it looks like the universe was created. And if inflation happened, it probably created these ripples in that plasma. We can mm-hmm. see those ripples in the cosmic microwave background radiation. It's really an incredible golden age of cosmology. They're doing all this really precision work to understand exactly what happened and, and, right. and what we know. So, But we can only see up to a certain point. But we can only see, before that, it's just uh, speculation. Before that, it's just speculation. So one popular idea is that there's this kind of matter called inflationary matter or inflatons. And it has some weird gravitational properties, and those gravitational properties cause inflation. Like so, suddenly they came into being inside of this hot mess, and it's like, we need to get out of here. Yeah, it's this never-ending loop of questions, right? So you say, well, in, the Big Bang was inflation. What caused inflation? Inflationary matter. Well, what created inflationary matter? It's like dot, dot, dot. In, um, <laughs> you could just keep asking that question forever. And I think we will be asking that question forever. Right, right. We'll always be pushing back and trying to understand. And until we get back to negative infinity in time, we're never going to have like a solid answer. Right. Um, but that's part of the fun, right? It's not like it's, it's the journey as much as the destination. Right. But there's some cool ideas there about what happened before that point, right? That's right. Yeah, like maybe um, the whole universe was filled with inflationary matter, mm-hmm. and in some places it decayed into normal matter, and then inflation happened. And if that's the case, then you have like our universe is one spot inside some huge mega universe of inflationary mega-universe. matter. And maybe at other points in, the, in that mega universe, mm-hmm. there are also other dots that turned into what we call pocket universes. Or like the zits of the, yes. <laughs> the face of the, of the mega universe. Mega zits on the mega universe, oh. yeah. And that so might maybe, be true. maybe like our universe is just like a little bubble in a big sea of other bubbles. That's right, exactly. That's and one idea. That's one idea. And um, we have no way to really to test that idea is the problem because there's no way for us to ever reach those other bubbles because if that's the case, if that's really the reality of, our, of, our, of, of the situation of nature, it means that inflation is still happening because like, that inflationary matter is still constantly expanding. So those mm. other universes, those other bubbles, are getting pushed away from us much, much faster than the speed of light. So because we'll it's, never like hang out. You can't send a message there. You can't ever see it. You can't ever go there. Wow. And scientifically, that's a big problem. Um, not because I really want to go to the beaches in some other bubble universe, but because if you want to prove that it's true, you have to do an experiment. You have to find some evidence. You have to do. You have to have a theory that can be confirmed. Mm. If if you have a theory that predicts something you can never test, then it's not really a scientific theory right. or a useful one. It's right. It's like it's saying just a, a guess. Yeah, it's a guess. And uh, so that's like, one theory. Maybe we're a bubble in a sea of other universes. What's another idea for what happened before the Big Bang? Well, another idea is that maybe there's a cycle, right? Maybe the Big Bang was caused by a big crunch, right? And to understand that, you have to think about sort of the future first, like. So the Big Bang happened, everything expands out. And then one question is like, is, are things going to keep expanding? Uh, we don't really know, but one possibility is they keep expanding forever and the universe just sort of drifts out into this endlessly cold, um, boring, uh, bland situation. But another possibility is that it slows down, stops, and then falls back in. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything rushes back and gravity pulls everything back into a, to recreate like that hot deflates. mess. Like yeah, deflation. Wow, deflation. I think you just invented a scientific oh, theory called... can I go back and change it to my son's name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oliveration. Yeah. Oliveration. Um, def- the deflation theory would say that the universe comes back, falls and into... And then collapses back into a, ball, a little a, hot mess again. A little hot mess. It's like recovering your youth, right? It's like a middle-age crisis uh, or whatever. And, and then it just bounces back out again. Yeah, and that would be a cycle. So big crunch, big bang, big crunch, big bang. That could be... Big bang, us, big crunch, big so, bang again... Maybe somebody else. Somebody else. Better looking uh, versions of us. Yeah, impossible, impossible. Thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's an, another idea is that what happened before is like more and more universes. Yeah, and there's something nice about that because it explains both that the our universe had a beginning and it also gives you an explanation for what happened all the way back to the beginning of time because it returns you to the possibility that the universe is infinitely old, right? Because uh, that could have been happening forever. It allows you to have this sort of finite length of time for our universe without limiting you to finiteness for the whole universe, sort of like the... Right. So time could be infinite, but space could be finite. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that brings us to the last crazy idea, which is maybe there was nothing before the Big Bang. I mean... Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Time. Not even time, right? We think space was created in the Big Bang and space is expanded and all that stuff. And so, uh, so there could have been no time, no space before. No space okay. and no time, right? And it's hard to even wrap your mind around what that is. I mean, we have a hard time imagining like what will happen after we die. Will the universe continue without us, right? Mm-hmm. Now try to imagine the universe without space and time. What does that even mean? And you have to think also about what time is itself. Like, what does it mean for there to not be time, right? There's no time in which there's no time. There's no time for that to happen, right? <laughs> um, and a lot of people think about time as sort of the organizing principle of the universe. Maybe you've heard of the second law of thermodynamics that tells mm-hmm. us that entropy is always increasing in the universe. And so they imagine... Things are getting messier. Things are getting messier and Forward messier. in time. That's right, getting more and more spread out. Forward in time. And so some people think that that is time, that time is measured by entropy and created by entropy, and that before the Big Bang, if there was, if there was nothing, no space then there was no time. And uh, that sounds like an odd idea, but in other ways, we're very familiar with it. Like, you know, if you stand on the North Pole and you ask which way is north, well, there is nothing north the of north the North Star. Star. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. You blew us up into a three-dimensional <laughs> world there. You know? I'm going to write to Stephen Hawking and tell yeah, him he was thank wrong. You. Thank yeah, you, Jorge. Thanks. Um, um, that's actually his, his phrase, is, you know, maybe there's no north of north. No north. There's no before yeah. The zero time. Yeah, because if you're standing on a sphere and you're at the, the North Pole of it, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. There's no more uh, northiness than no, the North Pole. You can't. The tape ends when you try to rewind it more. That's right. And that's something we're comfortable with. We're accepting the fact that a sphere has like a limit, an edge, and it's reasonable for that to, for there to be nothing beyond it. But when we think of time, we tend to think of a, in a line. And so we want there to be something before it, or at least for there to be a reason why it started here and right. not somewhere else, or some other t- other you know time. Or um, it's a very natural, I think, idea to have intuitively to think that something should have been before then. But it could be that there was nothing that the yeah. things were created at that moment, and there was nothing before zero, that. and then we came. Yeah. We dropped the mic. <laughs> we came, uh, we made this podcast, and that's a summary of all That's all, all the, you need, really. That's the whole that's universe, the event, basically. the most eventful thing. In a nutshell. And, you know, any of those theories, first of all, those are very difficult to test. And it's hard to imagine how we'll ever know, right? Mm-hmm. It might be that there aren't any clues in the rubble of the universe to tell us which one is which. Right. One is which. There might be. 
Although I like to have faith in future scientists coming up with clever ideas for ways to test these theories, which right now seem right. impossible to test, but in the future, people can maybe be clever about it. Maybe they'll be able to see beyond the Big Bang. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they'll find some evidence in the current rubble that tells them, oh, it was this or it was that or it was the other thing. Um, but even if you get there, imagine having an answer to one of these yeah, questions, right? Like, what, what do you think knowing what happened before the Big Bang would tell you? Like, how would, how would it change your life? I think it would change everybody's life. I think it's the kind of knowledge that would filter into like the global consciousness. Think about oh. like how quantum mechanics has changed the way people think about things. That there's randomness in the universe. Mm. Right? The universe is not following a fixed set of rules, but that those rules have fuzz in them. You think and, it's changed the global consciousness the way yeah, we sort of live absolutely. In the world. And not oh. just in new agey people who, you know, uh, but in everybody thinking about the the universe as being a little different from what they imagined. Do you have a question you wish we would cover? We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge. That's one word. Or email us at feedback at danielandjorge.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 